<coughs> All right. Uh, just had another nightmare of uh, that one fantasy year where stupid Drew Bennett and Billy Volek eliminated me from uh, from the playoffs in a number of leagues. Uh, we're back with part two of the Fantasy Domination podcast, and it's time for us to go over the week, this week's slate of games. And yeah, we've got three games because it's Thanksgiving week. We're going to sit down with your sweet potato pie and your turkey and everything else that you're going to eat and watch some mostly mediocre football. Uh, you know we, what You know what I think we're going to say here, buddy? What are we going to say, is, Coach? I know it's turkey day. Uh-huh. We're going to say that this is a meatloaf slate of games, and you know why? Because two out of three because ain't bad. Two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> that <laughs> is right. So let's start off with the pre- with the turd. Which is thankfully going to be in the afternoon when none of us are really paying attention. Chicago at Detroit. Uh, The always classic, oh yeah, that's right, there's a game before Dallas. Game of the day. So there, uh, there is a. I don't know what the over under on this game is, but I know the over under on the number of white claws that you'll need to consume to get through this is somewhere around nine and a half. Uh, Which might actually be coincidentally the over under for this game as well, given the way these two teams are playing. Uh, uh, I don't know, coach. What, what am I, what are we even looking at here? Uh, the, the, the ongoing saga of the terribleness that is Mitch Trubisky. Um, the, the unstoppable force of Mitch Trubisky being a terrible uh, quarterback versus the irresistible force or irresistible wall. I can't even remember this is, uh, the, the ahobeness of the Detroit, uh, Lions who, what's something's going to give coach, but I don't know what it is. Well, isn't, I didn't, I hear Jeff Driscoll is hurt. So oh, God knows what dear. they're going to be playing Go. at quarterback. They wanted to sign Josh Johnson, but the XFL wouldn't let him. That's, <laughs> that's how bad another season has gone in Detroit. You can't even get an XFL quarterback. Oh, Vince McMahon loves his ironclad contracts, doesn't he? Um, is is there anything to watch in this game? Allen Robinson, there. Allen Robinson's your guy because Detroit's terrible and Mitch Trubinsky at least can't miss him that many times i don't i don't know if i want to play anybody else in this mess the detroit running back situation's a mess uh the quarterback situation's a mess now there go the wide receivers uh chicago's defense sometimes shows up but sometimes they don't and mitch trubisky is terrible i don't know Allen robinson maybe start him so i'll say this trubisky showed up last week against a terrible passing defense mm-hmm. so i wouldn't be terribly surprised if his surface numbers are good against Detroit, so if you are absolutely in a pinch, <laughs> maybe that's you know maybe he's an option. But that's like that's if every other quarterback is unavailable, including the XFL quarterbacks. Wow. <laughs> All right then. So that that turd will be your appetizer, the one that you can kind of keep in the background while you eat that nobody and because nobody cares about the game because it's going to be terrible. Uh, then we move on to an interesting game. Um, two winning teams. We got the eight and three Buffalo Bills getting a Turkey Day game, traveling to the six and five six and five Dallas Cowboys, and I believe they're still leading the division with that nonsense of a record. So I don't uh, the the NFC East is terrible this year. It is terrible. This is, I mean, this is going to be an interesting game. And I think we're a little bit biased because we had a lot to drink with the good folks of Western New York. Um, They are excited. I mean, anytime, I know this isn't technically prime time, but 
when you're the Cowboys game on Thursday, let's just call it a primetime game mm-hmm. because all eyes are going to be on this one. Yep. The Western New Yorkers were so damn excited, even before they thumped the Broncos, that they were going to have a shot to take down the Cowboys on on their own turf on Thanksgiving. And you know what? I, I'm not betting against Buffalo in this one. Neither am I. The they're, Cowboys they're are just, in a mess. They're, they're, they're in a, tra- uh, a tailspin. Yeah. The the you know, and the Bills are just good enough to take anybody on. Maybe not as good as they need to be to to you know to be a you know to be a, a real legitimate contender. Mm-hmm. But if you look at what they can do, you know, can they shut down Dallas? Yeah, they can shut down that passing game. You know, look at what New England did. Amari Cooper was invisible. Dak couldn't play. I think about Cooper's yep. hood, isn't he? Yeah. So invisible and, and carry over and this injured. week. Yeah, it, so, it, it's possible. I'm not sure of uh, how I feel from a fantasy standpoint. Zeke might be able to find some room against the Bills' defense because I find they're fairly inconsistent. Uh, we saw Philip Lindsay firsthand uh, have a decent game uh, against him. The secondary is very good, but the run defense has been hit and miss sometimes. So um, I think Zeke could get his, but they got to right the ship with this game. Dallas does. I, I'm still like if you're riding, jo- I am riding Josh Allen in legal too. Um, I, I don't know. I'm going with James Winston because uh, I don't like. I'm not a hundred percent liking this matchup, and it's Thursday short uh, on a short week. But I mean, I don't. If I didn't have other options, I wouldn't be certainly combing the waiver while for you know guys like John Brown and De- maybe Devin Singletary and Josh Allen. And this is a very winnable game for the Bills. And meanwhile, if you're Dallas, yep. what's going on? And and here's the other thing. We're just gonna add one extra layer of fun to this game. If you wanna if you believe in the magic of the NFL story and the the you know the the fun that happens off the field, if the Buffalo Bills can come in and lay a spanking on the Cowboys, Jason Garrett on the hot seat, oh. I think it's gonna be on fuego. Uh, there, like this, there will be. I mean, there have been calls for for Jason Garrett's head that Jerry Jones has somehow managed to ignore for years. Mm-hmm. It's going to be almost impossible to ignore it if this happens. So, go Bills! Let's make a mess of things. Have yeah. some fun. Go yeah. out there and uh, <laughs> and yeah, make make Dallas pay. And, and speak, they'll be like it'll be on fuego, like all the flaming tables in Buffalo that people are going to be jumping through if the Bills win this game, even if it's on the road. I'm going to be drinking my Jenny Light. I'm going to be wearing my Zubaz pants. Mm. Let's go, Buffalo! Yeah, we're we're basically Western New York natives now. Yes, that's what it's come down to. We're honorary Western New York natives. That's that's that we were inducted or whatever given the stamp of approval or maybe it was just a bad tattoo or really really drunk we were really drunk um the third game which uh looks better than it would be on paper perhaps searched by records you got nine and two new orleans who are hot going into the three and eight atlanta falcons who so much for that defense uh if you if you tried to stream last week well the 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 uh i believe midnight struck and they turned into a pumpkin again but last time they played a couple weeks ago they shut down New Orleans in New Orleans. I can't see that happening again this time, though. We're back in a dome. I think I think the Saints are back on track, and I think the real Atlanta defense may have showed itself last week. I think you're right. And the other thing is we haven't seen a great Drew Brees performance since he came back. 
You know, he's he's making throws. The, the percentage is there. But we haven't seen that, like, Drew Brees just breaking down a defense like we have in the past. And partly, you know, his injury, partly Kamara. Partly, they still don't have a second wide receiver in that offense. Hmm. But this might be the game, especially, you know, thank, Thanksgiving is when you want to see your team come together. That's, that's when you're going to start that real serious playoff drive. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to see it this, this Thursday. I think this could be the game where Breeze ends up with like 400 yards. So I'm, and which also means Matt Ryan's going to have like 375 with a lot of fourth quarter garbage time. So enjoy oh. this game. Throw every offensive player you've got in there. I know they're saying Julio's questionable. He'll probably still play because Julio's a, a warrior. Mm-hmm. This is going to be, you know, this is going to be fantasy gold. Do not miss out on this if you can. I just hope we don't get the curse of the Thursday night game. That's all. That part worries me a little bit. Um, you know what? The Thursday night games haven't been as terrible this year. Yeah. So, knock on wood, that we're we're going to be in a better spot. I hope so, because there's going to be a lot of people with a lot of turkey in them, and we don't want them falling asleep during this game. All right. Other games. We're going to kind of go through these ones a little quicker, because we like to focus on the Thanksgiving ones. But real quick, lightning round style. Cleveland-Pittsburgh, the last two times these guys faced each other, they got into a big fight, and helmets were flying and whatnot. Um, I think that might be the most exciting part about this rematch. Uh, I don't know. Cleveland showed up last week, but they were also playing the table Miami Dolphins, and Pittsburgh is turning to the third-string quarterback, guy who goes by the name of Duck. Uh, that doesn't bode well in my book. It, uh, I will say, though, um, you know, you look at you look at Mason Rudolph in the still pocket. better than Mason Rudolph. Yeah, Mason Rudolph has been pretty bad. Duck, on the other hand, like has shown some signs of life. Duck. So, I think it could be it could be a better game than we're expecting. Um, at this point, you probably don't have too many Pittsburgh fantasy options left, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Play your Cleveland guys, and just yeah, find something else to watch. And hopefully, nobody goes quackos in this game uh green bay will destroy the two and nine new york giants uh unless something strange although green bay has been in a bit of a tailspin but i i i think that i think they, they write the ship even though they're on the road they're gonna write the ship in this one and get back to the winning ways and rogers is, uh is going to he should be feasting well like many an aspiring star the green bay packers have twice gone to california and been absolutely decimated this, this though, on the other hand, this is a soothing tonic after a brutal, brutal game. You got the Giants' defense, quote unquote. Um, I'm hoping, and I would fully expect to see Aaron Rodgers get back on track. I think you're going to see Green Bay come out with a vengeance. They are going to lay one on the Giants, and yeah, play it again. Smoke them if you got them. I don't know who's going to be catching passes there because they always seem to pop up some new guy, but. Aaron Rodgers is going to come out to show that that game against San Francisco is not who he is. All right. Philadelphia, Miami. Start your, st- uh, if, are there any startable Eagles right now? Uh, but if there are, start them. Because Miami is not good and continues yeah, to be it, not good. It sounds like the Eagles are going to have their starting wide receivers back for whatever that's worth. Um, you might be able to look at both tight ends going in this game. Otherwise, yeah. Carson Wentz bounce back game. Let's go. Yeah, Miles Sanders wasn't bad last week, but he's still not getting the volume of touches. 
But, uh, you know, if he's going to be the lead back against one of the worst rush defenses in the league, he could be a sneaky, you know, RB2 to throw in there or a flex play. All right. Uh, two, four, and seven teams fighting it out for mediocre draft position. Tampa Bay and Jacksonville. Jameis Winston, come on down and entertain us on a Sunday afternoon. Yep. This is, uh, is going to be a classic Jameis game. So, put and by this the way, one on Mike Red Evans zone. and Chris Godwin are on pace for 1,500 yards each. That is unbelievable. Yep. And they're throwing like crazy. They're scoring like crazy. And they're 4 and 7 because this team is a mess. But they're an entertaining mess. If this team was a woman, you would have married it five years ago and been four years divorced. Ah, now that Now we're talking Rusty's language. <laughs> <laughs> um oh ugh, oof. um Indianapolis a six and five is hosting another six and five team in their division, which puts me to sleep every time I talk about them. So uh you know who I'm talking about there. I mean all right. Derrick Henry will probably feast again. He's been saving some fantasy seasons. I don't know what's gonna go happen with Indianapolis in this one. This should be a very interesting game, but I'm not sure how I feel from a fantasy standpoint. Yeah, in Indianapolis is beset by injuries. We're starting to see the limitations of their talent. Um, and Vinatieri has cost them games this year. I mean, it's if at some point we'll have to look at the guys who most injured their team's chances this year from an NFL perspective. And Adam Vinatieri and Marcus Mariota are going to be the top of the list. Because mm-hmm. both of these teams would almost be playoff shoe-ins if, they, if those guys hadn't have cost them wins earlier in the season. Yeah. And that's all I gotta say. Don't don't waste your time on this one on Sunday. Right. Derrick Henry, sure, throw him in there. That's probably about it. Um, four and seven. New York Jets travel to zero and seven. Cincinnati. Cincinnati's got to keep that first place overall for the number one overall draft pick thing going. They've given up. They're rolling over on the season. This is your chance for if you've got some New York Jets, you've been wanting to get in your lineup. I mean, now's the time. Maybe this is your Le'Veon Bell, your one Le'Veon Bell game you're going to get out of them. Uh, Sam Donald has a cupcake schedule for the next little bit. Uh, if, you, if you're if you desperate for a quarterback, get him in there. I don't have much else to say about this one. The weird thing is, we you just said that they're throwing in the towel, right? But they're switching back to Andy Dalton this week. Andy like if you, Dalton! If you want to blow it for Burrow, you keep Ryan Lindsay in there because that guy is not good. He's he's almost Nathan Peterman bad. Yeah, and that's bad. Uh, that even the XFL doesn't want Nathan Peterman. Maybe Cincinnati figures they're so bad that it doesn't matter who they have in a quarterback. It's not going to matter. I'd feel better about it. This is a prime time game. Oh, prime time Andy Dalton would get him to zero and twelve. No problem. You know what though? I feel like down the stretch, Andy Dalton's going to cost them two wins, in that he's going to get them two wins, and <laughs> that could just screw everything. <laughs> Uh, the aforementioned stupid Washington football team, two and nine, going to face the five and six Carolina Panthers. Carolina wants to stay in it. They're going to win this game because Washington's not good. Even though they blew it with a win last week, this is not the Detroit Lions they're facing. Joey Sly, what a fantasy kicker. (laughs) He gets your points and he loses points at the worst possible times. Otherwise, yeah, I mean, I'd expect a normal game from Carolina. They should play win. 
There's nobody on the Redskins that you want to have to start. What if I have to start Terry McLaurin? He got 12 targets last week, so maybe things are warming up there. That's the one Redskin yeah, but, you might if you're desperate. I am. Yeah, the problem is getting 12 targets from Dwayne Haskins is like getting 12 targets from you. Very true. Sure, we'll call them targets, but that doesn't mean you're going to catch them or they're going to be anywhere near you or you're going to be able to do anything with it because that but, team is awful. But they're targets. But hey, they might be getting an analytics team. Ha! Yeah, well, well, maybe. Maybe. Let's not go too fast. All right. The game everybody's waiting for. The one that's going to really answer a lot of questions. San Francisco 10-1 travels east to face the 9-2 Lamar Jackson and Baltimore Ravens. I am looking forward to this one. As Lamar Jackson owned in a couple leagues, I'm a little bit scared of that San Francisco defense, but we saw him light it up fairly against New England Patriots. Uh, This will go a long way to seeing just how matchup-proof Lamar Jackson really is. Absolutely, and I think as well, I mean, A... Are we calling this what it is, a Super Bowl preview? Yeah. Would not be surprised to see either of those guys, either of these teams get there. But I'm also, to echo what you're saying, I hope you're not count, You're not a team on the cusp of the playoffs hoping for a big, uh, a big showing by Lamar. Because I don't, I, yeah, we saw what they did to Aaron Rodgers last week in terms of shutting down the passing game. And then that, that's going to put a lot of pressure on Lamar's feet, which, I mean, he can do it. But you got that Bosa coming after him on every play. That's that's going to be a fun one-on-one matchup to watch. Yeah. Bosa versus Jackson. That That's going to be worth the price of admission alone. Absolutely. Um, as for San Francisco, that's a good defense they're coming to face. Ah. Uh... This might be a bad. This might be a low, lowest going game that we than than people are thinking. Uh, this should be interesting, but I, I I would probably take the under on this one. Although I don't know what the over under is right now, I'd be a little aware if I'm starting any San Francisco players just because of that defense at home. But we'll see what happens there. Um, if you're the six and five Los Angeles Rams and things are just not good, you got destroyed last week by the Ravens. Uh, in prime time for everybody to see just how bad you really are. Jared Goff's regressed. Todd Gurley is either not being used properly and all regressing and all hurt. What? There's only one remedy for that offense right now besides Miami or Cincinnati, perhaps. Or my, uh, yeah, Miami, Cincinnati, or Washington that would write things, and that would be the Arizona Cardinals. You know, Arizona... They were terrible last year. They're slightly less terrible this year, but they're having a successful season from a development standpoint. Yeah. Other than that, yeah, that's a team you want to line up and play your guys that are going against Arizona. This might be a shootout. Yeah, like that's the thing. Arizona can keep the score going because the last thing you want with a great team is for your guys to get up early and then they just shut it down and run out the clock. Arizona's got enough talent to keep going and mm-hmm. enough just, uh, you know, pure chutzpah to keep going late into the game that, yeah, your your defense or your other team has to be nonstop. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, get your fantasy players in there, except David Johnson, because he is abominable. Uh, it's going to be one of those good games, but not from David Johnson. No. Uh, four and seven San Diego Chargers. Not calling LA. Uh, traveling to three and eight Denver. Uh, whatever. I don't have much to say about this one. 
This is a disappointing snore of a game. All right. Next, Oakland, 6-5, and five, going to Kansas City, 7-4. and four. This one was, I think this would be surprisingly high scored. I think this might be, uh, this is a, sleep, a dark horse sleeper for the fantasy game of the week. Yeah, Oakland went east and got absolutely embarrassed and annihilated. Mm-hmm. So if I'm looking for a team to bounce back, you know, I'm I'm looking straight up at these uh, at these Raiders. Mm-hmm. They can't afford to do that again. Nope. And yeah, Kansas City's defense, Casey's defense has been up and down, and this you know this just feels like one there might be a bit of a shootout. So kind of looking forward to that one. Uh Another sleeper, maybe? By the way, can oh. we just step back for a second? This just in. The Detroit Lions will start an undrafted rookie quarterback on Thanksgiving against the Bears. Oh, my goodness. Mm. Who Who's mm. going to have more to eat this, this Thanksgiving? You with the turkey or Khalil Mack lining up <laughs> looking at David Blau? <laughs> Who? That's the undrafted rookie David Blau, B-L-O-U-G-H. He's... An undrafted rookie from Purdue. Uh, wow. Well, welcome to the NFL. Uh, ten and one, New England keep looks to keep it rolling. Uh, rolling into seven and four, Houston. Uh, I, I don't know. The, I think I'm starting the Patriots defense in a in a league, and I'm kind of wondering if maybe I shouldn't be. This is prime time. Um, I just. I don't know where this is going to go. This could be a surprising shootout. Although I'm be a little bit nervous if I had Deshaun Watson right now. Yeah, um, I mean, obviously Houston is a very flawed team that's still likely going to make the playoffs. Uh, at some point, you know, the the wheels are going to fall off New England. I don't think this is the week it's going to happen. Um, they haven't been the good time, lately, though. They haven't been all that yeah, great. Yeah, they've they've definitely sort of. I mean. That's the thing is, we look at Bill Belichick, and it's Bill Belichick just finds a way to win with whatever players he's been given. Mm-hmm. So this year, you know, they've got their offense is is dreadful. Their defense has been stellar. So mm-hmm. now, you know, Brady's a game manager. They're mm-hmm. not asking him to throw 4,500 yards and 40 touchdowns. You know, they're going to win games 15 to 10, and that's okay, or 13 to 9, right, Dallas? <laughs> so, you know, you can't bet against New England from a football perspective, but from a fantasy perspective, it's absolutely been a disappointment this year. Unless you have the def- the New England's defense specialty. Yeah. All right. Final one. Eight and three, Minnesota. Nine and two, Seattle. Yes, please. Let's get it on Monday night. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of folks uh, sweating down on Monday night uh, for to see if they're going to make the playoffs or not, because it's going to come down to this one for in a lot of games, I think. Absolutely. This this is one of those games, I think, you know, to, to paraphrase NASCAR, boogity, boogity, boogie, let's go racing. Yeah. Points are going to be scored. Fantasy players are going to shine. There's nobody named David Blau starting at quarterback. Mm-hmm. This is going to yeah. be a good one. It, what, and, you know, get, get ready for a great game. Enjoy this one. Fantasy great, regular great. It's going to be one to watch. All right, and that's all the slated games for this week. So, good luck. 
happy Thanksgiving. Safe travels to wherever you're going for your Thanksgiving uh, festivities. Uh, stay away from the Black Friday shopping. Uh, or if you're going to go, get your pads on, get there early, and, and be ready to fight the crowds. I, I'm too old for that stuff anymore. Uh, are you doing any uh, Black Friday shopping there, Coach? Nope. I, I mean, I might do some online shopping, but I, I'm not going near a store. I stocked up today. I've got enough turkey. I've got enough, you know, cheese and bread to make sandwiches to last last my family a week. I'm not going outside the house until Monday. I'm just going to sit. I'm going to enjoy football. I'm going to enjoy my wife. And I'm not going to tell her what happened in Buffalo. Wait, you have a wife? Yeah. Oh. I ha- I've had One of many- us has to. I've had many wives. <laughs> not currently, but... Uh, tell them where they can find us, Coach. You can find us on Twitter. That's the best place to get in touch with us, at the FD Pod. You can hit us up on email at fantasydominationpodcast at gmail.com. Otherwise, you know, follow us on your favorite uh, on your favorite podcast platform. Send us a question if you got one. We're here to help. We want to help you win your championship because well, that's the only reason to play fantasy football. Am I right? Absolutely. Get out there and dominate. And, and you know what, Rusty? I just want to add one more thing. We're talking about Thanksgiving being thankful for things you know what i'm thankful for what's that coach i'm gonna get sentimental i'm thank you thankful for all our great listeners who've supported the podcast in the first year who sent in their questions who sent in their their requests for help and you know who've also weirdly sent us dick pics but thank you anyway all of you we couldn't do this without you we are happy to help you dominate and this has been a production of hapu media happy thanksgiving everyone Strap in! It's the Fantasy Domination Podcast! All right, fantasy football freaks and fantasy football fanatics. It is the Fantasy Domination Podcast. We are back after a week off. Didn't expect it to start off as a week off. It ended that way. Sorry to all of our listeners who missed out on us last week, but uh, let's just say things went sideways, and we ended up in West New York. Watch, I guess what would say New York State's only football team. Uh, I gotta say, if if life ever gives you a chance to randomly end up in Buffalo, sure, just just say sure. (laughs) And of course, I wasn't alone. Your coach here was with. Rusty, my best friend, football compatriot, my fantasy football frenemy. Rusty, we we had some fun, didn't we, last weekend? Uh, we certainly did, Coach. Uh, I don't remember half of it, which probably tells me that it's uh, very fun. But uh, I did not anticipate seeing ourselves ended up in western New York. But the fine people of Buffalo were quite accommodating. Uh, but it also was everything I thought it would be, uh, which is uh, fairly mediocre. Yeah, everything you thought it would be, both positive and negative. Yes, uh, but well, and, and, we're not uh, here to talk about Buffalo. Oh, I am. I have Sorry, a little. Yeah. I have a little rant, Coach. I wasn't going to do it, but screw you, nine eleven bar. 
or tavern or whatever. I know you have the the, the supposed best wings in Buffalo. Your customer service is terrible. Closing an hour yeah, and a half before. Not going to disagree with that, but you know when you say to the Uber driver, "Take us to the best wings in Buffalo," you expect to go to a place that's actually going to serve you food. But on that note, I want to give a special shout out to the good folks at Gene McCarthy's who not only served up wings but also some pretty enjoyable dive bar blues. It actually turned out better than uh, than if we'd have gone stayed at the 9-11 Tavern. So that was a pleasant surprise. I, I think we thought we were going to die originally because we didn't really know what weird part of Buffalo we were going to, but that was a pleasant surprise, and I thoroughly enjoyed myself, and I would go back there again. Well, assuming and I actually Frank- want to go back to Buffalo. And frankly, not the last time we thought, or the first time we thought we were going to die on a random football road trip, but... We are back now, home, well, to our respective homes, settled and warm, ready for Thanksgiving. So let me ask you this, Rusty. We're going to start off with a quick question. What are you looking forward to more, Thursday Thanksgiving football or sweet potato pie? Uh, Give me one second, Coach. Uh, Checking the Thursday schedule. No. Ugh, no. I'm going to go sweet potato pie, coach. That is right. Especially a man of your southern roots, the answer should always be sweet potato pie. It was a no-brainer after looking at the, the slate of games, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But first, let's take off on that note of a no-brainer, and let's talk about possibly the least brainy football franchise in the NFL. And we're just going to take a quick note here. Because it's important to always take the opportunity to laugh at Washington. Ah, Rusty, ah. why are we laughing at Washington this week? Uh, Coach, we can make an entire season podcast out of reasons to laugh at the Washington professional football team. But uh, I guess if we have to pick one, and only one, uh, all right. All right. I'm going to read you a quote here, Coach. Uh, that you sent me. Why the, was this your co- quote, Coach, or was this an actual quote by somebody? This was an actual quote I saw on Twitter. I want to say Field Yates. And if I'm wrong, <laughs> well, I'm just giving Field Yates credit anyway. All right. Yeah, Field Yates always yeah. deserves credit. All right. Bill Callahan says the Redskins don't have an analytics department, but it could be a good idea. <laughs> Yep, in terms of football innovation, this team is one step away from playing the wishbone offense. That's right. While every other NFL franchise has dove deep, deep into analytics, the Washington Redskins are thinking about maybe that couldn't be the worst idea. And I just do want to clarify something here. It was Field Yates retweeting J.P. Finley. So credit to both of those gentlemen for bringing that to my attention. The Washington Redskins don't have an analytics department, but they might look into it. Is Daniel Snyder the worst? Uh, is Daniel Snyder the worst owner in professional sports? I mean, I I think you have to say that. Like, once you rule out the wackadoos, you know he's he's got to be right up there because of just sheer. And global incompetence. I mean... And then you roll in that it seems like he might be just a turd of a human being. That's a no-brainer. Uh, but as a, as a pure sporting owner, I, I don't think you can make an argument that anybody's worse. I mean, 
look, you and I, we're kind of old school coach as much as we don't want to admit we're getting up there in years um uh, analytics is something that i don't quite understand but i also know that a lot of the good teams are using it uh to and 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 for me coach it, you know it's you got to stay relevant it's why you it's why you are 47 and a half time fantasy world champion and i am very close to that i don't keep track anymore because there's just too many trophies to count but we have to stay relevant we have to keep on the cutting edge of fantasy and football and all that other stuff so i mean even though we don't understand it I, you got to use it and you got to respect it w- washington are terrible they are a mickey mouse organization run by one of the worst human beings on the planet they are not good at playing football they're not they cannot win football games they don't know how to develop talent they don't know how to w- use the talent they have these and guys can we need- also point out speaking oh. of their talent they dumb yeah, they, they're also dumb. Let's, let's take a moment to, to, to congratulate Dwayne Haskins on his first win as an NFL quarterback, <laughs> which he almost missed because he was taking a selfie on the sidelines. They had to send out Case Keenum, who's like, Case, put down the clipboard, get your damn helmet. You got to go in there to take the victory formation snap because our dumbass future quarterback is taking a selfie. They are very dumb. Uh, that that is, that is so Washington professional football team. That that statement right there. I I just I <laughs> yeah, that's great. And they won, so, right? So yeah, that's the worst part. They won. What are you doing? You're terrible. Why are you winning football games now? Because they were playing the Detroit Football Lions. Oh, all right. Speaking of terrible. All teams. right. So once again. You know, as we segue into our talk about Thanksgiving and what we're thankful for, I want to say, Washington Redskins fans, I wish you had something to be thankful for. Maybe a new owner, maybe a competent coach, maybe any players on your roster that you could look forward to as the future of your franchise. Um, but yeah, you don't, so have some turkey. I'm thankful that I am not a fan of the Washington professional football team. Like we we ended up in we ended up randomly in Buffalo last weekend. We could have gone to see the the Washington team play. Can you imagine that? Oh, we could we could have rolled the you know we could have picked the wrong random flight and gone to Washington. We're gonna see that disaster in real life. That is indeed the worst timeline. So sometimes you just got to be thankful for random chance that sends you to Western New York. (laughs) <laughs> that's when you know things are bad. <laughs> All right. Let's keep this episode rolling. Let's talk about what we are thankful for. Because you know what? This is the time to give thanks mm-hmm. for the bounty that we have, not only in life, but in fantasy football. So, Rusty, I'm going to ask you, what are you most thankful for? And I have a feeling I know the answer already. Yes. I am very thankful for Lamar Jackson who has been That's almost single-handedly been saving some of my more mediocre fantasy rosters and ca- pretty much carrying him on his own. This the the last 3 weeks he has been sco- he scored over 40 points. I didn't think I was going to win this one week. I had bye week hell in the alpha league and was just writing it off. And I won on the back of Lamar Jackson and Jonathan Williams basically. 
and oh, Odell Beckham finally showed up too. But basically, those three guys were the reason why I won because I didn't have Travis Kelsey, I didn't have Dalvin Cook. It was a write-off week. My wide receivers were uh, once again terrible. Um, he is he is carrying me to title contention in a few leagues. So I am very thankful for Lamar Jackson, and I'm very thankful that uh, our resident cuckold in the league did not protect him last year in the Alpha League, so I could scoop him up in the third round of our league this year. Peace. Yep, I think what we've seen with with Lamar Jackson this year and also with with Kyler Murray to a lesser degree, you know, we're going to see a swing in fantasy, if not in other things, towards the the dual threat quarterback again. I think the NFL is going to start overvaluing these guys. And I think in fantasy, we're going to have to do the same. You know, I I remember back in the day with, uh, you know, Randall Cunningham way, way back. You know, he brought that extra dimension. And then Dante Culpepper was like having one and a half players because he gave you basically a bonus half running back every week. Mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson is that. The guy has got more intercept or more rushing touchdowns than interceptions, which is insane. So when you look at him, you look at Kyler Murray, you look at what these guys can do. You know, if they get shut down on the gra- on the, in the air, they go to the ground. You know, where I think I think we're gonna see the copycat tendencies of the NFL push more of these guys forward. Mm-hmm. And that's gonna be where you wanna put your fantasy future. Yeah, I believe. So that. when you look at guys that. like a uh, Jared Goff, you know, like the guy who only just can step back and throw and hope to hell it works out, well, it don't work out. Yes. Um Yeah, and and though there's always the concern with that type of quarterback that their career will be shortened, but at the same time I gotta ride with it. You gotta ride with it. If you if you got him, ride him with ride or die. That's pretty much it. Um, he's and and I wonder if this will result in a little bit more value coming back to the quarterback position now, outside of two QB leagues where they're basically gold. If you're not gonna go into two QB league because the rest of your league mates suck and don't want to go with that, then still I think we might see a little bit more value in the quarterback position next year. You won't see guys waiting on it as much and be a little bit more valuable in those trades, perhaps. Yep, I I think you're right there. All right, what are I got other things I'm thankful, but that was the biggest one for me. But let's go to you, Coach. What are you most thankful for this uh, this this season for Thanksgiving? Well, speaking for myself, I am very thankful for perseverance because I have had on so many of my teams and so many of my dynasty leagues. Dalvin Cook for the past three seasons. <laughs> I sat through injuries. I fat sat through just like a little flash of this guy is going to be worth something, but never fully putting it together because he was hurt or ineffective or Minnesota just wasn't good or Latavius Murray. This year, oh, it's paying off in spades. Mm-hmm. Dalvin Cook has just exploded this year. The way you just, you know, we, as, a, as a Dalvin Cook fan, uh, even back into college, you know, you just hoped this is what he could do in an offense that supports him, mm-hmm. and it it's happening. It's delightful, and because I didn't give up on him, I didn't trade him away. You know, he's doing all of these wonderful things on my roster right now. That is uh, so that yeah, but I am thankful for. Excellent, I like it. And I want to give uh, you know what I want to give one more thankful, not from a fantasy perspective. But from a a human perspective, I am so freaking thankful for Jameis Winston because I do not (laughs) want him anywhere near my fantasy teams. But gosh dang, does he make 
a Sunday afternoon game more fun to watch because on any given play, he can throw a 90-yard touchdown pass to one of those great wide receivers or he can throw a pick six to the other team. And the best part is you don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> the best you part know is why? it could be he could do both in the same game, in the same quarter. Yeah, because you know what? Because Jameis doesn't know what's going to happen every time he throws the ball. That ball comes out of his hands and something fun's going to happen, mm-hmm. but you don't know what it is. So when you have one of those games where you're just kicking back and you got red zone on, you're like, ah, I'm just going to watch this. I, I would argue, I will make the argument that after Lamar Jackson and maybe, you know, Pat Mahomes and everybody's healthy, Jameis Winston is the third most interesting player to watch in the NFL. <laughs> I don't want him on my fantasy team, but this guy's averaging almost what, like 300 yards and two interceptions per game. He's the number this five like, quarterback in the Alpha League right now. Yeah. This is old. He's old school, you know, gunslinger. Don't care about the turnovers. Throw the ball away, whatever. I don't care. And he is fun. He is fun. Every snap is an adventure. Not have on your roster. Yeah. So I'm thankful for you, Jameis Winston. I may have him on a roster or two in some of my leagues right now. And it's uh, I might be starting him over Josh Allen this week in the PPR league. My goodness, what am I doing? <laughs> And they penalized minus three for interceptions. <laughs> oh, oh, it's yeah. going to be a ride. Going for top yeah, spot to in the regular James season. In, yeah, the best league to have Jamison is one that doesn't doesn't penalize turnovers. Because <laughs> he is a machine. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Lord have mercy. And, and speaking of machines... Let's 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 also throw out a thanks to all of the other guys who are just chugging away this year in fantasy and not disappointing. It's a short list because <laughs> there are a lot of guys who are disappointing this year, especially at the running back position. Be oh. thankful if you have Christian McCaffrey, because if you picked uh, Zeke Elliott, uh, David Johnson, uh, Todd Gurley, Devontae Freeman, um, any of the other really expensive running backs you're probably not so thankful this year. No, or if, or in certain cases where you decide to take Jared Goff late or uh, some of these other quarterbacks, uh, Carson Wentz, you know, if you waited on quarterback and thought you were going to steal uh, with by taking later on, uh, how's that working out? So, yeah. Yep. Derrick Henry is the fourth-ranked running back. And what wow. team does he play for? Uh, Why, that would be the Tennessee... T- While Rusty enjoys a Titans-themed nap, we're going to take a break. I'm going to pregame with some pecan pie and a nice glass of bourbon. We're going to come back in a couple minutes to talk about the Thursday Thanksgiving football games. Oh, thank you.